How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ten days away from baseball season. How about that? Hurricanes, a national seed last year, NCAA tournament team. And joining us now is the skipper, University of Miami, head coach Gino Damari. Gino, good evening. How are you? I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being on as we kick off our baseball coverage. Um, all right, well, 10 days away from from opening day. Uh, what do you see in your club right now? <laughs> well, we um, we should have a you know a somewhat of a veteran team with 20 guys returning of our 35 players, uh, but we still have some guys to you know replace our fourth fourth and fifth hole hitters last year. Uh, uh, signed and moved on to pro ball. And our Friday night guy uh, in Carson Palmquest uh, as well signed. So those are obviously uh, big holes that need to be filled. But we do have returning guys uh, that have the capability of doing that. So, you know, uh, just still trying to figure out the outfield situation. We have a number of outfielders, so we got to figure out who's playing where there. Pretty good idea who's playing in the infield for the most part. In the second base, there's a little bit of a battle. And then you know, of course, the, the rotation and the order of it, I have an idea of the rotation. I just don't have quite yet the order. But these are all things. We still have three more scrimmages, including our alumni game this weekend. And, uh, and of course, J.D. and I will sit down and we'll make a decision after our last one on Sunday, our last scrimmage, uh, you know, exactly what we're going to do with our uh, rotation, who's throwing, you know, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to come by tomorrow night, I believe. And when I do, I think I'll be walking past all these upgrades. You got the field and weight room, of course, the scoreboard, then the indoor was completed. So you've had lots of uh, facility upgrades here the last couple of years. We have, and uh, it's been certainly, you know, much needed and it's very welcoming on our end. We, the scoreboard we had last year, and that was, uh, you know, a new addition to our stadium that the fans can enjoy, not only the players, but the fans. It's, you know, something that everybody can see, and, um, and we're able to do a lot of things with it. And, of course, the indoor down the right field line had been already here for a few years, but uh, we've added some, uh, um, basically, some uh, different logos and whatnot in there, so we kind of spruced it up a little bit. But the main thing now is the field. The, the field was – a long time coming. We just replaced it over the break. It just was ready. Basically, we got back to school on the uh, day after Martin Luther King, which I think was the 17th, and uh, the field was just basically done about the week before that. So uh, the playing surface is fantastic. And the weight room is, you know, 
uh, it's been huge for us, and that's going to be a big part of the development of our players and for recruiting. It's it's beautiful. Opening day is February seventeenth, Friday night, seven o'clock, uh, seven o'clock game, so a week from Friday, and a little bit of different. Uh, nice opening weekend, Penn State out of the Big Ten. Yeah, so um, Penn State's head coach is Rob Cooper, and a lot mm-hmm. of times this is how these things work. Uh, Rob Cooper is a former. University of Miami player and coach um, back in the uh, early 90s. I think he he coached. He played one year when Fred Kelly was here in 93, and then he coached with Coach uh, Coach Morris in 94. And, um, you know, Coach Morris has been a big influence on his career. He left here and then became a recruiting coordinator at Tulane, which was the head coach at that time, was the guy that worked under uh, Coach Morris at Georgia Tech. And um, so – Rob is a big uh, Canes guy, <laughs> uh, Cooper, that is. And he, he's uh, been wanting to come down here, so we set it up a few years. We do these schedules three, four years in advance. So uh, looking forward to having them come in. We don't normally play a Power 5 team right out of the gate, so this should be a lot of fun. Uh, you mentioned you returned uh, seven of nine starting position players. Yohande Morales and C.J. Capus are back for you. What have you seen in their development? Yeah, so, I mean, those guys offensively obviously are going to hit somewhere in the top. You know, CJ was our leadoff hitter, and and Yo-Yo was our third-hole hitter last year. I'm not sure. It could stay the same. It could be where CJ's our two and Yo-Yo's our three, or CJ's our three, Yo-Yo's our four. Uh, They're two of our more dominant hitters. CJ's our best bat-ball skills guy. He's our best pure hitter. Probably gives the best at bats, gets on base more than most guys, which is why we did lead him off. And and he's our best base runner, and he's a very good defensive first baseman. So he's a complete ball player. Yo Yo is the he's the power. He's the uh, he's the guy that you know drives in a lot of runs. He's a clutch player for us. Uh, he's our highest draft uh, projection guy. He's probably going to go higher than anybody on our team. Him and and Walters, if I had to guess. CJ won't be far behind, but you know, um, Yo-Yo's gotten a lot bigger and stronger. Both guys have, so you know, I would expect them guys to be forces uh, for us offensively this year and defensively. They're our corner infield guys, and they're very good defensively as well. Uh, you mentioned uh, Walters, Andrew Walters. Is double the delight this year? Double the Walters delight this year because now you also have his brother Brian. Uh, what will their uh, roles be, uh, or have you de- de- decided yet? Yeah. Well, Walt, we have. I mean, in terms of Walt, Walt, we call Andrew Walters. Walt, the uh, big brother, will be our closer, like he had okay. been last year and was the best in the country. Right. Uh, we want the ball in his hands at the end of the game when the game's on the line. And so that's going to be his role. And um, Walt has worked on his off-speed pitch and has gotten better with his breaking ball. And, you know, we're hoping that that's going to add a nice wrinkle to uh, the hitters and keeping them off balance and not being able to sit just on his fastball. Uh, his brother, younger brother, Brian Walters, uh, has pitched better of late in the fall. He struggled a little bit. I think he was just getting his feet wet and kind of getting situated with everything here and and whatnot. But in the spring here in the you know, three outings I guess he's had so far, uh, he has thrown well. And so he's the guy that's going to be used out of the bullpen right now, the younger brother. And uh, – Hopefully he he continues to develop like his older brother, um, and, and and be a real force for us here in the near future. 
Uh, we should mention, again, the alumni game. That's always a big event for you. It is Saturday at 6 o'clock at, uh, at Alex Rodriguez Park. Uh, that kind of kicks off the season. And uh, I know the guys love coming back. Do, do you know who's coming back, by the way? You know, I don't know. I'd let J.D. handle all of that. I, yeah. I do, I've heard David Thompson and Willie Abreu, to name a few. We wow. normally get 60 to 70 guys come back, Joe, for this. <laughs> Not all obviously play. <laughs> Some of those guys have passed their prime, but we, we, we'll always have these guys. It's going to be a lot of the guys that are in the minor leagues. You know, uh, it, it's gotten a little harder because the pro guys are being a little bit more cautious of the players, especially pitchers. They don't want them getting hurt and pitching in these games. So, uh, but I think the the lineup will be good. At the end of the day, this is a fun event, but it is also something for us to do. To, we're we're used to scrimmaging ourselves. It allows us to play one lineup. We're playing outside competition. There are things that occur in this game that you can't mimic in scrimmages. Just the preparation of it and getting ready and feeling all that excitement, that's a big part of getting ready to play. We are going to have a fan fest before. I think from 4 to 5 we'll have autograph sessions. We're going to do something for the kids where they're going to be able to go through and see the locker room and the weight room and the uh, indoor facility and and uh, things like that. And, of course, the alumni will be here to take BP and then get introduced, I think, the alumni at 515. Uh, you mentioned uh, a couple positions still, you know, battling one of them being second base. However, your shortstop has been kind of uh, pretty steady here for the last two years, right? Dominic Patelli, who uh, actually hit for some power last year. He did. Dom's been our shortstop the last two years, just like Yo-Yo. And, you know, they both started as freshmen on the left side of the infield. Dom's very good defensively. Uh, When Dom swung the bat, and you mentioned that offensively last year, it was the first half of the season he was swinging the bat really well. And and, and I'll I'll say back at that time, we were probably, you know, one of the better teams in the country. When he was swinging the bat well, that's when we were really going well. Uh, and we were ranked, I think, as high as two at one point. But you know, Dom struggled offensively a little bit towards the end of the season, and as did so our latter part of our lineup. Mm-hmm. And that kind of affected us, and we somewhat limped into the tournament even still. We were a national seed. Uh, we need Dom to be consistent offensively. He needs to have his identity being he's a shortstop. He's not a big guy. He's not a power guy. Yes, he can hit some home runs. But he's a guy, if he's going good, he's going to hit the ball line drives. He's going to hit the ball to all fields. He's going to walk. He's going to grind out at bats, go deep in the counts, not go one pitch, one out, pop balls up or roll over balls. That's not going to be a good sign for him. He needs to be the other guy that I mentioned there. So hopefully uh, being a junior and more experienced and smarter and more mature, he'll have that approach uh, because if he does offensively, it's going to make our lineup, like I said, we, we were we were one of the better teams in the country when he was going well offensively for us last year. I thought one of the more uh, intriguing pitchers for you last year was Gage Zeal. He made uh, 30 appearances, which was a, a team high. How, where, where does he figure this year? He's going to be in the rotation. Okay. He's going to be one of the guys in the rotation. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's ready for that. Uh, heck, he could have even done that last year. Probably, we just felt like he was so important in the back end of the bullpen, and you know that's kind of where we were at. And when we did struggle in the second half with our starters, it's hard to prepare a guy to be a starter that late into the season when he's been a setup guy like he was. 
but he's got the right mentality for it. And, um, you know, he had a good summer in the Cape. Um, Gage's big uh, key is going to be, you know, being able to get left-handers out and having to utilize his changeup. Uh, but he's a hard-thrown righty with a power-breaking ball, and um, he's going to be one of our guys in the weekend for sure. Hey, you know what I have to mention to you? One of the hottest NFL players was Brock Purdy, right? And I think yeah. maybe you and I are the only ones that know that his dad pitched at the University of Miami. And he was a teammate of mine. We were teammates. Yeah, right, your teammate. Uh, yeah, Sean, nice. Sean and I had been texting back huh. and forth uh, for years ever since. Well, I don't want to say too much here. Sean, Sean was a uh, – the dad was a Dan Marino and Miami Dolphins fan. Sean and I played yeah. against each other in high school. He played at St. Cloud High School. And uh, we played in the playoffs, Westminster Christian, against them one year. But Sean came here. We were teammates. He was here for one year. He was a JUCO transfer from, I want to say, Indian River. And um, he had a very good professional career. He was up in AAA for a long time. And he reached out to me years ago about his son possibly wanting to come here to Miami. Mm -hmm. But he ended up going to Iowa State. And him and I had texted back and forth because I seemed to always watch. Iowa State was always on ESPN2 or ESPNU or – their football games, and I would watch his son play, and they'd show Sean once in a while in the stands like they did with the 49ers, and I would text them back and forth. And we continue to communicate that way, and him and I just shared a great back-and-forth text after they lost in the playoffs there. Um, I just told him how, how what a neat experience it was to watch him on TV, and I could just see how proud he was of his son. And and, uh, and I just enjoyed watching him play and, you know, all those things. But, um, yeah, so that's it. Yeah, it's interesting you bring yeah. it up. But Sean was a great, great teammate. He was our Friday night pitcher. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he was. He was. Friday night pitcher. Yeah. He's, uh, unfortunately, uh, his son got hurt. And that's going to be a bit of a rehab. But he uh, he had a, yeah. a hell of a run. That was a really good run for him. Um, he sure so, did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully he bounces back. Um as always, your schedule is going to be challenging. You open up with, with Penn State, as we mentioned. You're going to play uh, Dartmouth from the Ivy League, and this year you go to Florida as part of your non-conference schedule. This year you go uh, up to Gainesville. Yeah, so every other year that's the deal with them, and we're playing them like we have been in the last few years anyways, the third weekend of the season. And so we will uh, – you know, after that, it's 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 into ACC play. We we start yeah. uh, always the fourth weekend of the season ACC play, and we go all the way through until that one weekend in early May, which is exams. So um, our schedule is always going to be one of the tougher ones because we are in the ACC, and the fact that we play out of conference the Gators every year, and our mid our out of conference games, especially the midweek games, are usually in state schools in florida school uh baseball in the state of florida is very good so our our rpi is always going to be one of the top ones in the country of course you got to win but we never have to worry about there being an issue with the nca committee uh regional committee uh tournaments saying you know they haven't played a tough enough schedule even though they've won you know 40 games or 38 games where that's never going to be the issue with us if we win the amount of games we're we need to and, and with our schedule every year, Joe, we're always going to be one of the uh, higher RPIs, which is very important. Uh, before we let you go, uh, I don't think there are a lot of rules changes in college baseball. Are there, Major League Baseball had a lot of rule changes in terms of the shift and uh, uh, pickoff moves and all that. Probably 
I don't know, I guess they want to enforce this a little bit more, is the pitch clock, 20-second pitch clock. Yeah, they're trying to speed up the game. And so, I mean, even today I got an email that was confusing because it's amazing. They, you're just getting this uh, 10 days before the season, and I'm reading it. The way I read it, there might be a change there. But you're right, 20-second clock, uh, which people might think shouldn't be an issue. It could be at second base if the catcher's giving signs. Nowadays you're seeing a lot of guys – uh, look to their watch or their wristband or whatever the coaches give them, uh, especially with a runner at second, because when you have a runner at second, you got to give multiple signs. Well, that takes longer for the catcher to do. And if a pitcher doesn't like the pitch, he's got to shake it off and they go through more. There's your 20 seconds. That can be a problem. You're only allowed to fake a pickoff one time or step off one time. You cannot do that if you, per hitter, per hitter. So if you do a okay. fake pick, uh, or step off, you get a warning. Uh, they call it reset, I think is the terminology. You cannot do it again with that particular hitter. So, again, it's all pace of play. They're trying to speed the game up. And, uh, you know, the, the the replay thing, which I was alluding to earlier, the replays, they've added a few re- replays to our 12 already that we have in place. But the way I read it, they might not let us get ones automatically. I mean, it was six before, Joe, that we could just say, hey, uh, replay this and it's done count against you. Well, yeah. now I think they're going to make them all count against you except two of them. So that's going to okay. really make you think as a coach before you ask for a replay, uh, you got to be very, very careful. So you might not see as many replays because of that. So yeah, again, every that's time, the way I read it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's fun. Well, I was going to say every time there's a close play, the kids go replay, replay. They pat their head. Coach, give me a replay. I was safe. I know I was safe. <laughs> And we do talk to them about that, and we say, guys, you've got to be out. Because you'd like to think that they have a better view and they can feel that out there. Sometimes it's hard for where I'm standing in the dugout to get a good view of that. And then, of course, you know, I don't have the uh, ability to go, you know, like the big leagues do. They can have somebody go look on a TV monitor. We can't do that. So we're basically going by our own eyes and our players telling us so. Uh, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But, again, the whole, all of this is all trying to increase pace of play and get a little bit faster, But which is fine. I'm all for that. I just sometimes think they go a little overboard, like this whole thing with the 20 seconds with a man on second. I think that's going to be difficult with teams that are giving pitches multiple signs because you do have to give multiple signs. That takes longer. So we'll see how it works. All right, opening day, February 17th, this weekend, Fan Fest alumni game. Four o'clock, it gets started with a Fan Fest, 6 p.m. alumni game. Uh, I've got opening weekend with you next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I hope to see you tomorrow night for practice. We'll be out here, Joe. Always appreciate it. It's good talking to you because that lets us know we're getting very, very close to the season starting, so it's nice talking with you, I can tell you. All right, Gino. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. That's a Gino Damari joining us. When we come back, Josh Darrow and Alex Mirabel will join us on the show. So that's coming up next. Want to hear about football? That's coming up next with Josh Darrow. But first, let me talk to you about Williamson Buick GMC. New Buicks arrived today at Williamson. And what does that mean? Buick GMC, Williamson Buick GMC, they're going to have the new Buick that you are looking for. How about this one? The Buick Encore. It's a five-person SUV. It has style, 
It has performance. It is a smooth ride and technology. Oh, technology that's perfectly sized. Uh, that is perfectly sized to handle whatever life throws at you. Great technology, but this Buick Encore, the SUV, perfectly sized for whatever you need. How about the new Buick Enclave? An exciting new look that brings together the ideas of a family vehicle and luxury. To get your new Buick, visit Williamson's beautiful facility, conveniently located on US 1 at 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto or online. Check it out, WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle. Experience the new Buick from your premier Buick dealership, Williamson. Buick GMC. Williamson is Miami. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.